0: holly i'm a mom a wife a pelvic floor physical therapist and founder of no kegels university i have helped thousands of women stop leaking enjoy intimacy and feel proud of their bodies even after having kids after years of listening to women wonder why no one talks about leaking how they should properly recover after having a baby and that pleasurable intimacy is possible I started to get real frustrated because I believe that no mom or woman should struggle when there are answers. It became my mission to shed light on the lack of postpartum care and the lack of discussion on issues that relate to women and their health, even if they can be uncomfortable sometimes. It also became my mission to change the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more. Here we go. Episode 36, Pelvic Floor Techniques to Improve Constipation. Have you ever gotten a new bottle of ketchup out or a squeeze bottle of lotion or toothpaste or body wash and you go to squeeze it and squeeze it and nothing comes out and you get frustrated and you squeeze it even more and then you realize, oh, I have to take the cap off Then I have to pull that foil piece off and maybe you can't grab a hold of that foil piece because the tab isn't big enough or there isn't a tab and then you have to either go find tweezers to pull it off or to find a knife to cut it open or then you maybe have to resort to using your teeth to rip it off. That bothers me so much. It's so frustrating because all you want to do is just Put some ketchup on whatever it is you might be eating or get some lotion out of your new face lotion or get that body wash onto that loofah and get to scrubbing because you know your kids are going to be running into the shower any minute and you just want to scrub your body in peace. Those things that require one extra step than what you were planning on, for me, is so aggravating. And I think for me anyways, it's because I have to do one more step that I didn't plan for and it takes a little bit longer. And the frustrating part for that for me is because I didn't plan for it, I wouldn't say I'm always the most flexible with my plans and especially with my time. Just because I have two littles right now under the age of four and we have dogs, I homeschool my daughter And my husband and I together have a couple of different businesses. So our plates are a little full. So I know that sounds so silly to be frustrated because if I timed it, it might be an extra 30 seconds to 40 seconds of my time. But in my brain, it's just one more step. And I tell you that story today because I feel like it really illustrates this point Because if you remember a couple of episodes ago, plus I've also talked about this particular topic, balloon breathing, in other episodes before. And when I was deciding what to share with you this week, I had already gotten some questions in my Instagram, and I had had a patient message me this question as well. And it really has to do with I'm really struggling with balloon breathing. What am I doing wrong? And oftentimes that has nothing to do with you doing it wrong, but it has to do with you might need one more step before you can actually do that balloon breathing really well. So let's call it that dang piece of foil that we have to get off before we can get to whatever's in that bottle or squeeze tube. And what that is, is it has to do with your rectus abdominis which is actually your six pack muscle and possibly even your greater omentum, which is a big organ that sits underneath your rectus abdominis. Now, like always, I'm not going to get into the anatomy or the science too much, but the reason I bring this up is because it is such a big piece for my patients in the clinic or even my coaching clients online when I have them demonstrate this balloon breathing to see if there's any funny things going on. And oftentimes the funny thing is, is when they go to inhale, even though they're not breathing with their chest, they're really having to fight against their belly. It's almost like their belly isn't elastic or the balloon inside of their belly. Because if you remember, the premise here is that when you inhale, the lower lobes of your lungs are going to fill with air, your diaphragm descends, your guts descend, and then that pelvic floor drops in response. But I will use the idea of pretend you have a balloon inside your belly. It's hooked up to a helium tank. As soon as you turn the tank on, that balloon is going to fill up with helium. And as a result, the front of your belly is going to blow up. The sides of your belly and your rib cage are going to move out in a way. You're going to feel that balloon press into your back. And of course, that bottom is going to press downward into your pelvic floor. But... With this, if your belly isn't elastic or elastic enough or isn't in a position to expand with this so-called pretend balloon in your belly, then you're going to feel like you're not doing a really good job or you might feel like you're doing something wrong when really it has everything to do with your abdominal muscles are not soft. They're probably stuck. They're not moving very well. You might have your guts inside your belly not moving very well either, but we could have an entire episode on all the reasons this could be the case, but this is a technique that really can help your pelvic floor. And like I said, that extra step or that piece of foil that we have to remove before we can get to the good stuff. And the reason that this makes a difference is, is because if you can't inhale and expand that belly with that pretend balloon in there, how is that pelvic floor going to get that appropriate pressure to soften and to lengthen in order for you to have that bowel movement? If you're confused here, go back a couple episodes to the beginning where I start talking about constipation and your pelvic floor. And the reason that this is important here is because if we can address what's happening at your stomach, it can make a huge difference. And the biggest reason or the biggest contributor to this is being pregnant. And the reason is, is the section of our abdominal muscles, our six-pack muscle, from our belly button down to our pubic bone, towards the end of our pregnancy, our belly just hung like a hammock to support that baby. It didn't have to expand with our inhale because our belly stuck so far out that it really couldn't expand anywhere. This lower section of our abdominal muscles got stuck. They're on vacation and they're not working. And so what I encourage you to do here is you can do a lot of different things, My first suggestion is to massage that belly. I like to encourage my patients to take their fingers, grab a section of their belly and lift it up. Almost like you're going to pluck that skin right off. If that skin pulls away and you can't pluck, almost like your skin pulled back, (laughs) it recoiled, that's an even bigger indication that you need more of this. And so I would take from underneath your belly down to your pubic bone, grab a section of your skin and lift it up and let it go. And then find another section, grab a hold of it, lift it up and let it go. You don't have to perform this very long. I'll warn you, it's not always the most comfortable to perform, but you can do something that I like to call a pre-test and a post-test. You can do some of your balloon breathing as your pre-test See how it is that you perform and then do this skin plucking as I like to call it in all the different sections for maybe a minute or so. It doesn't have to be very long. I wouldn't do any longer than two to three minutes to be quite honest. A couple times a week. It doesn't have to be all the time. And then I want you to do the post-test. Try that balloon breathing again. See if you can inhale with even just an ounce more of ease. Chances are you're going to be able to do that. And the reason is, is because a pregnancy or even constipation, or like I said, there's all these other reasons that might be contributing to your abdominal muscles, not being soft and supple like they're supposed to. That's why you're having a hard time with that balloon breathing. That's why you're having a hard time with that pelvic floor lengthening in response to that breath and to that pressure. And then you're also still having a hard time with that constipation and not straining to have your bowel movement. Now, another point that I'll add here is to make sure that you're not pushing your air up against those abdominal muscles. And I'll even add that one session of you doing the skin plucking it might not be enough so don't hang or put all your eggs in one basket on this it's going to take a little bit of time and I think it's one of those areas that might feel frustrating it might feel like you're not making a lot of progress but keep at it because our muscles are designed to be soft and supple If you're sitting listening to this or even walking, I want you to put your arm down next to your side and I want you to take one hand and I want you to press gently against your bicep muscle or press gently against, if you're sitting, press against your quad muscle or your calf muscle if you're sitting. And I want you to notice how those tissues just move out of the way. If you go to do that to your abdominal muscles, do they move out of the way or does it feel hard? Or if you went to grab the skin or even the muscle on your bicep or some of the muscle on your quad or some of the muscle on your calf, notice how easy those tissues move around, almost like a marshmallow. That's how I like to describe it. But a lot of times, especially if you're struggling with your abdominal muscles, not having the ability to expand to allow for that breath and to allow for that pelvic floor to do what it's supposed to, then what can happen is that those muscles, especially while you're trying to do that skin plucking, they might feel like you're trying to grab a graham cracker. You really can't. I'm not sure where that s'mores reference came from, maybe because it's summer at the time of recording this, that s'mores are on my brain. But I feel like that's a really great way to indicate some of the differences. So if if you really can't grab a hold of your abdominal muscles and it snaps back, then that that's a really great sign that this is something that you should work on. The homework for this episode is to take a look and take a grab and do some of that skin plucking around your belly. And this is like a minute to two minutes, a couple of times a week. You don't have to be so aggressive that you're creating pain or discomfort. Be gentle. As time goes on, you'll notice that you'll have little bits of progress each time that you sit down or lay down to work on this particular area. The second piece, if you have not grabbed your constipation solution, it's free, then do so as well. If you need some help with your pelvic floor strengthening, be sure to schedule a pelvic floor strategy call with me. Or if you're ready to dive deep into your constipation and to conquer it once and for all, then be sure to check out in the show notes, my program, Conquer Constipation, where it goes into depth into all the areas that we have briefly touched on in this month's series of constipation. Remember, you're an heiress and a queen and everything in between. If you enjoyed this episode or even wondered if I can help you check the show notes for more details and to see what else I'm up to follow me on the socials at beyond the V period by Polly because I'm changing the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor and more. I still need your help. Please subscribe, leave a review and share with a friend or two. See you next week.